Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As always, making sure you are downloading, liking, and subscribing to the Blue Horseshoe Pod wherever you do get your podcast, And make sure you tell your Colts friends about us right here. So Ryan Nicky, George Bremer, back with you. Two interesting thoughts uh, coming off of the Elliott interview there, George. I want to hit on before we give our game picks for this game's uh, this week's game against the Eagles. Number one is Elliott mentioned the fact that he still thinks the Eagles, like it's more important for the Colts to establish run than the Eagles because he trusts the Eagles pass offense to win a game more. Now he's right with in terms of the Eagles secondary. They are very, you know, they're a really good secondary. You could argue maybe the strength of their defense for sure. With that said, the Colts secondary is really good too. Like honestly, I still have faith, even though Matt Ryan has been up and down for most part of the year, even though he's been, you know, turnover prone for sure. I still trust Matt Ryan more than Jalen Hurts. If it, you have to throw the ball 45 times in the game, am I crazy? I don't think so. I mean, I think if I'm just, you know, in the vacuum, I, I think I do trust Matt Ryan more. I think Jalen Hurts has a lot of weapons out there, um, but it'll be interesting to see if the Colts can take some of that away. I, I think the Colts secondary is almost criminally underrated. You know, I, I don't think people realize how good the secondary has been uh, in large part because the team hasn't done much this year. And so there, there hasn't been a lot of attention, a lot of reason to go watch this Colts secondary uh, it's a big test for them on Sunday. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be challenged to come out against an explosive offense and and get some of that recognition. I mean, you want people to talk about you. This is one of those games you can make that happen. And that and you're 100 right. Like, and it's just one of those things that's frustrating. Where it's like, oh, you look at the Colts' record. They're four, five, and one. They're struggling. They're losing games they shouldn't do. So you just assume everything on the team is bad. Oh, you see the offense. They can't run the ball. Matt Ryan turn the ball over. They stink. So oh, the defense must stink as well. And you're 100 right. Like this Colts defense. Overall, all three, you know, all three areas is really good. And especially the secondary, we've talked, you know, ad nauseum, we've listened to this podcast, how good the secondary is. And you're right. Like, I just don't think they get the respect. And I think Sunday for, you know, to call what it is, I think that's a game where they will finally kind of get the respect because it's, oh, it's the Eagles coming to town. And that's a game where a lot of people will be watching just having some injury, especially too, again, because the one o'clock slate's not really great. So it's not a, a few other games you got to really, you know, lock into. But it kind of takes a game like this for the, for everyone to kind of, to, to be able to put the Colts secondary, I noticed that, oh, these guys are pretty good. Oh, Stephon Gilmore, he's still got it. You know, it's just like, I, I get it because it's like the Colts stink and they haven't, you know, 
haven't been on prime time a lot, so there's there's not a lot of reason to watch the Colts. But man, the 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 disrespect the defense and the secondary is getting. You're right. I think this is a game where they'll actually play pretty well. I think they should. I mean, they're definitely going to be challenged. Uh, they're definitely going to be asked to go out there and make plays, uh, and they have to. If the Colts want to win this game or or stick close with this Eagles team, they're going to need this secondary to come out and play the way they have all year and, and maybe even add a couple turnovers into the mix uh, as well. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, the other thing that I think was of interest that that, uh, that Elliot talked about, you know, the Nick Sirianni situation, I, I don't think there's any doubt he's motivated. Oh, yeah. Elliot admitted that as well. He, he's as close with Frank Reich. As he is, he said, you know, there's only three guys in his life uh, that that he considers as like the most influential on in his coaching career. One's his dad, one's his college coach at Mount Union, and the other one's Frank Reich. So that's how important Reich is in his life. I don't know if there's any doubt, you know, he wants to come in here and, and show the Colts that they made a mistake. Uh, but, you know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how that dynamic works, you know, who knows whom better. I think the Gannon part of this is, is underrated. You know, and Elliot threw him in there. Jonathan Gannon was a defensive backs coach here for three years. He practiced against this offense every day. Some of that personnel is different. Obviously, Matt Ryan's different. He was, you know, Philip Rivers, the last quarterback he went against every day in practice. Uh, Pittman was a rookie then. Paris Campbell was hurt. But he knows the schemes. I think more importantly, he knows what this offense doesn't like. He knows what to do to kind of disrupt this offensive line, to make it hard for this, this offense. Uh, I think that's the 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 area that bears maybe the most watching on Sunday. That's a really good point. Cause at least for me, I'll say I've gotten caught up in like, oh, Frank Reich's not there. Oh, it's Jeff Saturday. So it's like you have no idea, like, you know, what he is as a head coach or what he likes. But one thing that I, honestly, until you just mentioned it and Elliot as well brought it up, it's like you kind of forget, like, it's still with the Frank Reich offense. Like, like even though Jeff Saturday is obviously clearly not from the Frank Reich tree and just came literally out of left field. He couldn't do anything because it's so late to see that it's still going to be, for the most part, even though Parks Frazier is a first-time play caller, it's still a lot of what Frank Wright does. It's still, for the most part, the same offense. Sure, maybe a few tweaks and obviously a few adjustments, but overall, they're not changing out the playbook the rest of the year, let alone in, in a week or so to kind of change things up. So you are right. Nick Sione probably has the advantage, and Jonathan Gannon as well, just because they know the personnel, which especially on the offensive line, like, you know, they were a lot of them were there. Ryan Kelly, Quentin Nelson, Braden Smith were there the, the time both of them were there. Um, Jonathan Taylor as well, like Michael Pittman Jr. Were, were there kind of for a little bit. But a lot of the offensive personnel at least have been in the building around those two. And, and again, not to mention, it's still the Frank Reich system for the most part. So that's, you know, it does give an advantage compared to, you know, now Gus Bradley is not here, obviously, when uh, when Nick Sirianni was here. A few coaches were here, so especially on the defensive side, there's not really a lot you can glean from compared to Nick Sirianni on the, uh, on the other side. I think you're right about that. They're, the defense for Philly should have an advantage in this game just from that small familiarity. Yeah, they just they know the offense. And honestly, the offense they practice against every day is similar to the one they're going to face on Sunday. I mean, the, the Eagles are running a scheme. It's different because Jalen Hurts is, is behind the – controls of it so you know there's there's more quarterback runs obviously uh but a lot of the the concepts and and i'm sure a lot of the plays are very similar they're things that the eagles are, are going to be very familiar with because they practiced against it all summer it's a good point that's absolutely a good point and oh boy a defense knowing the colts tendencies not not a great thing for sure especially so far what we've seen so george it's time to give our game picks for this week 11 game eagles at the colts eagles on the road Again, best team in the NFL, or you can make the argument, at least in the top three, seven-point favorites. What are you thinking for this one? 
That was interesting. The Open is nine and a half point favorites on Sunday. Oh, uh, it went down. Everyone, it went down the after they lost in. the game on Monday night, uh, which I think you know a lot of had to do with with the, the Eagles suffering that first loss. And I think the way they lost with the, with the run game working for Washington made some people wonder. You know, can the Colts do this and and you know replicate that that blueprint? Um, you know, I I went back and forth through the week because what we've been talking about you know, since Sunday, how much of that Raiders game can you really take going forward and, and actually have meaning with it, you know, uh, because Josh McDaniels isn't on the other sideline. Now you're, you're going to face an NFL head coach. It's a, it's a different challenge this week. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game. I really do. I think it's going to be tighter than, than, than the line suggests, but I just feel like in the end, I trust the Eagles to make fewer mistakes. I think that's going to be the biggest difference here. If you look at the bulk of the year, Philadelphia doesn't turn the ball over. They capitalize on the other team's turnovers. The Colts are just the opposite. They don't take it away. They give it away too often. I think ultimately a a key fumble, a key interception is going to be the difference. I'm going to go with the Eagles 24 to 19. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Oh, I like the 19. I like the kind of curveball there. Got a left field at the score. Um, I will say 27-17. But to your point, I think there's going to be a lot. Like, I think that last touchdown field goal comes late in the game, kind of put it away. But I think it's going to be a really close game for three, three and a half quarters. So I do think the Colts match up well. I really like this this defense, especially. I think they they really match up well with their athleticism, with their speed, with their power, with their ability, especially with DeForest Buckner and Grover Stewart to kind of stop the stop the run. No Dallas scouter. A.J. Brown, again, if he plays, it looks like he'll be not 100% and maybe playing on one leg. Like I do trust this Colts defense to put up a really good fight against the Eagles. And again, I know Elliot was saying before that the second half, for the most part, a lot of it just be kind of wasting time and dilly-dallying basically for the most part because they're up by so many points. But I do think like it's hard to kind of turn, you know, flip a switch. When you've so, for over half the season, kind of just drag your feet to the second half. I think it's hard to kind of all of a sudden now you're in a close game. Oh, we got to, you know, turn it on now and keep it going. I don't think it's as easy as it sounds. So I think this is going to be a really close game. I think the Colts, again, I think will really give the Eagles a run for their money. But just in the end, I think the Eagles, like I said, are too talented. And honestly, George, I can't trust the Colts right now to not make the mistake, like you mentioned, like one game, they look great. Absolutely great. But again, that's a Raiders team that I, I don't like that. I think it's more of a, like you, you use the word mirage. I like that word. I think it could be more of a uh, mirage with how clean for the most part the Colts play. They did have one turnover, but I still think there are some areas where they can kind of build off of. I still think they'll be able to run the ball effectively here on Sunday, kind of keep it close and play ball control. But in the end, like I said, the Eagles are talented. They're very well coached. They don't beat themselves whatsoever. I think that's going to be a kind of difference in the end when they make one more play than the Colts. But I do think, again, because for me, the the results at this point are just irrelevant. I think this is a game where you can feel good, even in the 10-point loss at home. I think you can come at this game feeling good, say, you know what? At least for the rest of the year, this Colts team should kind of steady the ship, and it's, it's not going to be kind of rocking the way it was really this time last week. Yeah, you know, I think that's the key. And really, even in that Raiders game, 
you're one Michael Pittman fumble recovery away from having the same yeah. conversation we've had all year. It would have been two turnovers. That would have cost them the game. That's what we've talked about all year long. So the Colts have got to clean that up. Uh, but we've been saying that for, for 10 weeks. I, I just don't know if it's going to happen on a consistent basis at this point. You know, uh, that ship might have sailed. If there is one advantage that I think Indianapolis has it, it, to kind of go off of what you were just talking about, they've been in close games all year. I mean, the, the, the Patriots game and the first Jacksonville game are the, the exceptions. Other than that, I think every game's pretty much been one score or was one score down to, you know, late in the game. Uh, there, there, there was a chance in the fourth quarter of all these games to tie or, or win. Uh, I don't know. You know, they're probably more comfortable in that situation this year than Philadelphia is uh, just because they've been there more often. But that being said, I, I still think I trust the Eagles a little bit more to not make that big mistake and, and shoot themselves in the foot. And the last thing I'll say, George, is uh, there is, like a lower concern of just when you look at this defense and who they played so far, outside of Patrick Holmes, they've played some pretty poor offenses. Now, again, I, I don't think Jalen Hurts is, is all that or he's arrived yet for sure. But he's definitely easily the second best quarterback this team is going to play uh, so far through the first 11 games. So that is going to be a step up where I do think, again, what we saw, you know, even last week, I mean, they did get up 20 points and almost allowed the Raiders to go tie the game. Now, there's no Devonta Adams on the other side, which is good. But it's still, you know, I still think they'll, you know, have some flaws, like I said, where it's going to be tough sledding. But I feel like we'll be having a post-game pod on Sunday even in a loss, still kind of reflecting and feeling good. Hey, there's some areas that are, you know that are slowly improving. At least they're starting to, you know, whoever takes over this, you know, for next year. At least there's some building blocks going forward and some brighter days ahead compared to again so far the season's the first ten weeks where you're pulling your hair out and just kind of screaming at the TV because it's just in kisses to play after poor play, uh, poor play after missed tackle after turnover. Hopefully they're starting you know play a little better. And if you can play clean, crisp football and still lose, fine, we'll we'll take it. That is for sure. So that'll do it for this edition of the Blue Horseshoe Pod. Enjoy the game on Sunday. If you're going to be loud, give them hell. The, Nick Sirianni should. He's going to get clearly a big ovation, I'm going to assume, George. No I would think so. He should. He should. I don't think there's any animosity between him and the fans. Uh, and there's no doubt he loved his time in Indianapolis. So uh, I think it's going to be interesting. He spent more time on the sideline in that stadium than Jeff Saturday has. So that, that's a rare situation as well. Uh, but you never know. It's a, but the, the other thing is he's lost a lot more games as an NFL head coach than Jeff Saturday has too. So That's see how that true. plays out on Sunday. That is true. The man looking to go 2-0. and Maybe if he goes 2-0, and raise the banner, George. Winning his head coach in NFL history. Maybe that's what it'll take to get a banner raised there at the top of Lucas Oil Stadium. So we will be back on Sunday night right after the Eagles-Colts game. Going to give you our instant analysis and post-game reaction. So between now and then, make sure you're following us on Twitter at GM Bremer. That's where you can find George. He'll be tweeting all throughout the game. Make sure you follow me as well at Ryan underscore Hickey in the number three. Enjoy the game. We'll talk to you right after it on Sunday right here on the Blue Horseshoe Pod.